Vampires. 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 And werewolves. And witches. Homewrecker. Homewrecker. You don't understand. Hormone adult teenager. You don't understand. Promposal. Promposal. But which one should I choose? I hate you, Mom. This is Hannah's Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, featuring Saskia and Eric and Hannah Davies. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to round 24 of Clash of the Teen Drama Titans, the podcast where I, Hannah, introduce two of my dearest friends, Saskia and Eric, to my favorite TV genre, which is the teen drama. I made a list of my top 30 favorite teen dramas ever, and we are making our way up that list while they eliminate them one by one. How's it going, guys? It's going great. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Wow. I'm doing good, too. Thank Eric you. Is playing the role of Eeyore today, apparently. Sorry, I'm very tired. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> you had a lot of exercising to do today. Yeah, I did a lot of exercise, and I stayed up late watching teen dramas last night. Yeah, because you had to go to my birthday party yesterday. That's correct. So it's yeah. basically all my fault. It is. But you had, must have had such a great time watching these teen dramas. Agreed. I'm time. not even going to take it on this one. These are two excellent episodes. I can't wait to hear you tell me all about it. And uh -huh. it's round 24, and we're recording on the 24th. So there's got to be some kind of special magic. Now, are we, are we going to be talking about 24 as well? No. With those two coincidences. What we're going to be talking about is ABC Family, a.k.a. Freeform's 2007 Greek it's the third episode. The title is The Rusty Nail, mm -hmm. and that is number 19 on my top 30 teen dramas of all time. And then coming in at number 17 is 2003 CBS's Joan of Arcadia, of which we are watching the pilot, which is entitled Pilot. Yeah. Yeah, so you which two, they announced to us. Yeah, you two really dislike it when the pilot is titled Pilot. Yeah. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. I did in this instance just because... Uh, the title popped up on the screen as a pilot in quotation marks like why yeah. just why did yeah. you did you put that there as a placeholder and forget to actually title it i don't um, know no that's the title it was horrible yeah it's not a good just title that. but we're not talking about that we're talking about greek we're talking about oh greek yeah who wants to tell us what happened and if any of eric's predictions came true spoiler alert once again they <laughs> did not um which do you prefer, Seth? Please, take it away. I'll take Greek, then. Okay. You've, you've done the first two. Yeah, that's right. Greek is mine. Yeah. Greek belongs to me. Yeah, it's yours. You're certainly supported over Awkward. You gave her a veto over it, so... Yeah. I hope um, it was worth it. I I, I think that it was, because um, this was a good episode. It was the I, best one yet. Uh, I don't know about the best one yet. Maybe. I don't know. All three were pretty good. Um... So this is, episode is titled The Rusty Nail, and that's a pun that I just got now. Um, it's about Rusty getting nailed. Um, yeah. Or nailing. Sex-wise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> participating in a nail. Um, we could put it that way if, that's, if that makes you feel more comfortable. <laughs> sure. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. So uh, three, three plots in this episode. A plot is um, there's a date function coming up in Capitao. Um, and Rusty is nervous because everyone's got to bring a date, and he's never been on a date at all. No. 
He's not good at talking to girls. No, he's terrible at talking to girls. Um, we saw this in the first episode when he, uh, well, I guess it wasn't his fault, really. He took a shot of tequila and spit it all over someone. <sighs> yeah, that was just an unfortunate coincidence. Yeah. Um, but he did try to talk to a girl at the engineering party, I think. That yes. Well. <laughs> you know what? He was doing pretty okay that at that. That was his fault, I think, yeah. Yeah, that was, that. I don't think you can blame him for that part. But uh, the B-plot in this episode is Casey... And Evan are trying to mend their relationship. As we all know, uh, Evan cheated on her with, uh, what's her name? Rebecca, Rebecca Logan. Rebecca. And uh, Casey retaliated by cheating on him with Cappy. Yep. Um, and they haven't had sex since. Um, and they're, they, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to work it out. This That's the B plot. Um and the C plot is a Calvin plot. Uh, Calvin is interested. So there's a cat. Uh, not not a capital. What is it? What is the good one again? Sigma. Omega Chi. Omega Chi. And uh, what's the sorority? Zeta Beta Zeta. Zeta. Yeah, Zeta Beta. So Omega Chi and Zeta Beta Zeta are having a mixer. And Calvin has been assigned, or he volunteered actually, uh, to be the um, the pledge who's the runner, I guess. Like he's the errand boy. For the uh, sorority house. Um, right. And uh, the C-plot is about him and Ashley uh, sort of becoming friends. Um, her realizing, or, you know, not realizing, but... Falsely. Falsely Believing. assuming, yeah, that he's so nice to her and they get along so well because he has a crush on her. Because um, normally, in quotes, a guy wouldn't do all that unless yeah. he was trying to impress you. Yeah, because um, he was... As we saw, the other guys had no interest in volunteering for that job, but they had much interest in volunteering for all the jobs they previously thought they were being asked to do, which somehow involved seeing the girls naked or whatever they thought was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, um, Evan asks for a volunteer, and everyone's hands shoot up except for Calvin's, and he says, now, hold on, it's not going to be what you think. You're going to be doing, you're going to be shopping, you're going to be picking out designs. He way over-explains it. Like these are <laughs> these are his scrubs. Yeah. Like he should he would just pick one and send them. He wouldn't make sure they were fine with it. <laughs> it was that was not realistic. Not well, that this show is super hyper realistic. No. The um the Evan of the previous two episodes, he's a little softer this episode. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah. Um so maybe Even though he's... he lets Rebecca grind up all in his business. In front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um right in front of yeah. The yeah, the Zeta Beta Zetas announced their uh, mixer by, like, putting on this, like, getting all the Sigma uh, de, uh, pledges, Omega Chi's out, and the Zeta Beta Zeta pledges have to, like, do a sexy dance where they grind on them to well, first a sexy it's a very song. chaste, boring dance, and then it yeah. turns into a dirty dance. I didn't think that was very funny. included Miss Bonnie from The Vampire Diaries. Yes! We saw two people on this, sh- this episode, what we know from other shows. Wow. Also, Goodness. Abed in the Morning. Oh, yeah, there was Abed. Um, what's his name? Danny Pudi? Yes. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> so those are the three plots. They're all okay at, at the very least, and two of them, I think, are pretty good. Um, so the Rusty thing... He first his first inclination is go is to go to his sister um, and ask her for help. Hey, Casey, what's up? The library burned down. Well, I go other places, you know. 
need a favor. It's happy hour. You'd better need a kidney. I have to find a date for my date function Friday. Please set me up with one of your sisters. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Casey, I have nowhere else to go. Okay, leave me at the house tomorrow morning. All right. Whoa. Whoa. Let's, uh, let's start with high fives, workout talks. Well, no, Calvin tells him to do that, doesn't he? Well, yes. And he's like, I, sh- I was hoping to avoid that. Yeah, but that's his first Yeah, his plan. first thing is the whole pep talk with Dale and Calvin, which is really funny. And sets <laughs> yeah. off Dale's whole, like, you can't have sex. You can't give away your flower or whatever he says. Yeah, and he doesn't, um, why he isn't, like, mad at Rusty. He's like, hey, just, uh, you know, you're invited to the pledge, promise pledge, purity, purity pledge. pledge group yeah. with me. So um, Dale's like a pretty good sport of it, about it. On Awkward and on uh, Secret Life. All about the purity mm, pledges. Yeah. Yeah, a, a um, trope. Yeah. Of the teen a, drama. I've never met anyone who took a purity pledge. I think that's big in the States. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Because I know the Jonas Brothers did, right? Yeah, or pretended to. They say now that Disney kind of made them do that. that oh. They were definitely having sex. I oh, mean, they're okay. the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I think they're just trying to show off. Yeah. Um, so uh, Rusty's first strategy is to go to his sister and ask for her help. Yeah. Um, ask her to set him up with a. Uh, and her first strategy Zeta. is to change his outfit. Yeah. So they go shopping, and he gets like a very preppy like sweater vest and like khakis. Cappy accuses her of dressing him like Evan. He yeah. actually mistakes. Rusty for Evan. Trust me, this new look will get you noticed. I bet mom and dad will notice when they get the credit card bill. Please, if your wardrobe isn't an emergency, I don't know what is. Plus, I can walk next to you without feeling like I'm doing you a favor. Morning, little lady. Evan. Hey, Cappy. Spitter? What have you done? The impossible, right? Look at how handsome he is. Turning your brother into your boyfriend is kind of creepy, Case. Spitter, are you still in there? Okay, okay, let's all ease up on my face. Rusty asked me to help him find a date for your date function. Now he actually stands a chance. Did you ever stop to think about what kind of girl this might attract? Uh, a girl with standards, perhaps? Or maybe a girl who chooses style over substance. A girl who only cares about appearances. Would you really want him in such an empty, soul-sucking relationship? I just want my little brother to have what I have. A relationship that's deep and meaningful with lots and lots of hot love making. Come on, Rusty. Let's go. Rusty's coming with me. He asked me for help. And he looks like he's about to overdose on khaki. Spitter, you decide. Your sister or your brother. He says, like, oh, good morning, my lady, or something, and Evan... And it's like, a rusty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's concerning. After he says, hey, cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they get into a fight over whose advice he should take. Yeah. Yeah. So the, basically the crux of the issue is um, uh, Casey's trying to make him more presentable so that girls will uh, like him. And Cappy is saying, no, he needs to be himself. He needs to... You, he, girls aren't going to like him if he's pretending to be something that he's not. Right. Um, so Cappy's kind of right. Cappy's right in that argument. He doesn't argument. do the right thing. No. No, he, um, he has a good point in that argument, which is, I think, why Rusty is like, you know what, Casey, I think I'm going to go with Cappy. This, uh, this outfit is really not me. Right. Um, so 
first of all, Cappy's uh, basic idea is humans have evolved to have sex with each other and find mates. So use your instincts and just go talk to women and uh, just, you know, evolutionarily, you should be able to convince them to have sex with you. Yeah, that doesn't really work, though. That's no. not very good advice. He and, and his first spot to, like, go pick up chicks. Is the gym. Is the gym, which yeah. I feel is an extremely terrible place. I was watching this with a friend, and, and she said literally, oh, no. Like, as soon as they showed it. And I was like, I know. No. Never. <laughs> and it doesn't work out. I mean, so, he calls a woman bulbous. Yeah, he says her biceps are bulbous. Um, so Cappy's explanation for this is that, first of all, it's a non-threatening environment where uh, everyone's... Um, hot? Everyone's hot and, like, wearing tight clothes. And uh, you get to... What, what was the third point? That might just... That literally might just be it. Don't remember. So his whole thing the is that it's... The logic was not there. Yeah. It's a non-threatening environment, which I don't know if a gym is a no, non-threatening environment. It's a terrible place to approach women. They don't want you to do that. <laughs> um, it's just like... Uh, I, I know, like, I go to the gym now, and I'm just sweaty. Yeah. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, it's... And I'm tired, and I'm, like, breathing heavily. I don't want to talk to somebody. No. Um, sounds terrible, women but... I uh, don't want to either. Uh, Cappy realizes, like, okay, so this is... He fails so hard, he has to, like, get dragged out of there. Yeah. Um, he actually has to go to the student health center, because he he fails at uh, flirting so so uh, so powerfully that he damages his foot with yeah, a weight. Yeah, he drops a weight on himself. Yeah, that's right. So now, not only is he, like, unconfident and, and dressed badly, according yeah. to Casey, he also has a limp. So Cappy's next <laughs> plan is... To just set him up with, um, what's her name? Lisa Lawson, I think. Lisa Lawson. Lisa Lawson. The virgin whisperer. <laughs> who uh, just, you know, is just someone who likes to have sex, I guess. She, with virgins. She she loves to deflower boys. Half the campus, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and coincidentally, she is the one that Rusty spat on in the mm. first episode. Or not, because that maybe that is the kind of person that would let various people do body shots on them during Rush. Um, she was looking for new hmm. conquests. Maybe, maybe that's it. I don't think it's she seems pretty cool with it. She's like pretty laid back. Yeah, that's what I mean. She seems also like that. Her and Cappy are good friends. Yeah. So it's like it's not that weird that she was the girl <clears throat> at the party getting licked. Um, let's talk about uh, Casey. So yes, and that fucking dress. Hmm. Damn girl. Nails oh, the it. dress at the end. The party dress. Okay. Um, don't ask, don't tell party dress. Which is... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible dress. Um, so, uh... But uh, such a... Totally a thing that a sorority would do. Yeah. It's like, you don't understand how that's really <laughs> wrong. Uh, so, uh, Evan really, really wants to have sex with Casey, but she's just like... She keeps like... She's avoiding. Yeah, she's avoiding. She's not into it. We see a scene at the beginning where she's like, let me slip into something more comfortable. And then she slips into something that's actually... More comfortable. And a nose like, strip. Yeah, t-shirts and sweats and, and puts on Frasier instead of having sex. Yeah. Um, He's frustrated, but he stays calm. Yeah, he... Uh, we're seeing we're seeing a nicer side of Evan. He understands that he fucked up in a major way. Um, and so he's not, like, getting mad about it. He's just like, how do I fix this? I don't... 
I need to I need to fix this problem. Yeah. So Casey goes to first Casey goes to Franny, who's the sorority head or whatever. And the yeah. worst person ever. Horrible. Yeah, she sucks. She's yeah. really she's worse than Rebecca. She's vapid. Um, yeah, Rebecca's just mean. Rebecca's yeah, Rebecca's mean, but Franny's like scheming and like using Casey yes. in a really yes. shitty way. And acting like a friend. Yeah. So even worse. Like at least Rebecca's upfront about yeah. what she is. So Franny's stance is listen, Evan as your boyfriend is a resource for us. Is a social having someone dating Evan Chambers is social capital for our sorority. So what you need to do is have sex with him immediately. Yeah, because this article in this magazine says that two percent of couples, like who don't have sex within two weeks of cheating, will break up or whatever. Or yeah, we'll stay together. Yeah. Anyway, ninety-eight percent chance of um, <laughs> breaking up. So uh, at a bar. Um, Dobblers. They always go to the same bar. Yeah, Dobblers. Ashley and Casey um, are talking. Evan shows up, accidentally knocks a drink on Casey, so she leaves. And while Evan and Ashley are alone, um, Evan starts asking her advice. Like, I want to, he's like, I I really want to make it right. I want to show her that I am, like, in love with her and I'm sorry and I want to move past this. And so Ashley's like, you know what, I'm going to help him out. Uh, You need to be a gentleman. You need to uh, not try for sex right now. Um, you need to woo her. You need to, like, seduce her like olden days. Looks like she's cleaning up another one of your messes. Look, Ashley, I screwed up. All right, I realize that, and I'm, I'm trying to fix it. Oh, and how's that going for you? <sighs> to be honest, I feel like everything I do, I'm just making it worse. Do you really want to be with her? I do. She's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Okay. You gotta win her back. And just who am I competing against? Evan, the skeezy dirtbag cheater. That's who she sees right now. That Evan bites. You need to reintroduce her to the Evan she fell in love with. Okay. How do I do it? It's simple. You've gotta rebuild your entire relationship from the ground up. And to show her that you respect her, that you desire her, and that she can trust you. You've gotta court her all over again. All right. All right, yeah, I can do that. And that means no sex. Why not? Because she's not ready. And I don't care what she says, she's not going to be ready until she feels safe with you again. So for now, you're McDreamy, not McSteamy. All right, all right. I got it. How are you defining... Anything below the neck. Um, You need to start all over from the beginning. And Evan's like, I can do this. So now Casey is trying to force herself to have sex with Evan, and Evan's now on a... Trying to force himself not to have sex with Casey. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which makes for some funny scenes. Recipe for trouble, though. Like, that's not going to work out for either of their feelings. (laughs) No. Um, So as Casey comes back, she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fuck Evan. Um, And Evan's like, hey, you know what? How about we go on a special date tomorrow night? Uh, my treat, go for dinner. They go for like a special dinner, and then uh, Casey's like, Well, let's go back to your place. And he's like, Well, I have a midnight showing of Gone with the Wind. Dear God. Um, it's good, it's a good pick for a midnight showing, a three and a half hour movie. Is it three and a half no, hours? No, it's four. It's four, yeah. four hour movie. That's why she's so tired the next day. Oh, it's how horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but finally, Casey like just like forces it. Basically, she she gets a hotel room and it's like, um, Evan, like I'm I'm re- I'm ready for this. 
so after the mixer, they're about to leave uh, <clears throat> for the hotel room when uh, Casey learns from Calvin that uh, Rusty's with Lucy Lisa Lawless. Lawson. He says Lucy Lawless, who's an actress. But then okay. she's like, oh, Lisa Lawson? Lisa, Lisa Lawson? Shit, no. Um, so Casey realizes, like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Cappy I want... fucked up big time. Yeah. I can't believe Cappy did this. I need Rusty. Like, I care about Rusty. His first time needs to be special. It can't just be with Lisa Lawson. So she's like, uh, Evan, uh, tell... At the frat house yeah. during a party. Tell Evan I'll meet him at the hotel. I'm going to run over to the frat house um, she tries to, she's about to burst into the, uh, to the bedroom where Hold on, though. Rusty. The whole point of making that happen, which I had to point out to Stephanie as we were watching, is literally just so that Cappy sees her in the dress. Right? Okay. Go ahead. What? Why? What are you talking about? Because she's stunning and he's like in love with her and he's going crazy. So they had to set up a whole plot where it's like she had to go save Rusty at the house. He's not even at the house. Anyway, go ahead. But they don't even... That doesn't factor into their interaction. Yes, it does. He doesn't even say, like... He doesn't even comment on her dress. Yes, he does! When she walks in. Go ahead. I don't know if he does. Okay. Um, so, uh... <clears throat> Rusty and and Lisa had gone up to Cappy's room. Yes. Um, of which there is a very weird key to. And, uh... Um, when Cappy notices uh, Casey coming, uh, he tells her that that's where they are. And she goes up to stop it. And Cappy's like, no, you can't. He, he's about to have sex for the first time. You can't r- run in and ruin it. And Casey says, like, you know, you remember our first time. It was special. You know, it was messed up. But we were in love. And that's a very important memory. It's a very special experience. And I want Rusty to have that. I don't want him to just waste his first time. Where's Rusty? Good evening to you, too. Cut the crap. I need to talk to him. What's the big emergency? Lisa Lawson, Cap. She's even easier to get into bed than you are. Really? Damn it, I'm losing my edge. But I'm afraid you're too late. Rusty and Lisa are indisposed. Undisposed? Predisposed. They're up in my room doing it. One sec. You do realize what you're about to do. I'm stopping Rusty from making a huge mistake and probably go blind in the process. What is the big deal? He's 18. He can vote, but he can't hook up with a really hot girl. Jeez, Case, this is just sex. No, it's not. It's his first time. Okay, so it'll be brief, but still. Have you forgotten about our first time? You can be as cocky as you want, but it was more than just sex. No, that's pretty amazing, right? No, it was awkward, uncomfortable, and terrifying. But we were in love. It was a perfect moment in time that I look back on with no regrets. Rusty deserves the same. Stay here, I'll go in. Avon calling. Um, and Cappy realizes, like, okay, maybe you're right. He knocks on the door. Uh-oh, Lisa's not... Well, Lisa's in there. Rusty's not in there with her. She's having sex with some other dude. Wade. Wade. Um, Rusty had changed his mind. He came to his better senses. Um, Casey finds him, and, and they have a heart-to-heart. 
and she's proud of him, and uh, yeah, they're good brother and sister. Casey goes to the hotel room to where Evan is, and they get into kind of a fight a little bit. Um, Casey, after this experience that she just had teaching Rusty how special sex can be, realizes that she doesn't want to force herself to have sex with Evan. Maybe if she doesn't want to have sex with Evan, maybe the relationship isn't working. Um, Then Evan talks about like why he cheated on her with Rebecca and said he, he was getting scared because they were too serious and he was too in love with her for a college relationship. I think it's kind of a stupid... Um, well, stupid it's the best reason to cheat. <laughs> I love you so much that I cheated. Like, you're the most perfect girlfriend <laughs> that I can actually see you being my wife. So I had to sleep with a freshman. Like an 18-year-old. He's Ooh. like 21, 22, whatever. Whatever. Um, yes, it's but, lame. Boo Evan Chambers. But at least he has a reason. Yeah, and, and you know, it makes sense to Casey, I guess. If I was Casey, I'd be like, okay, thanks for that, but I'm going to, that's a dumb reason. I'm going to go. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> but she says, you know what, let's just try to make this work. If we both do love each other and we both want to make this work, let's um, actually give it another shot. Let's not rush into having sex again. And they cuddle on the couch and try and watch Watch Frasier. They yeah. talk a lot about Frasier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then Ashley in 10 seconds or less. Ashley in 10 seconds or less. Uh, she thinks that Calvin has a crush on her. Um, she starts to push him away and he gets a little like annoyed because he thought that they were friends. She gets super drunk at a party, at the party, at the mixer. And she's like upset because her boyfriend, like they have a long distance relationship. So she's super Can't horny. Out. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's hooking up and not her. And uh, Calvin explains to her, like, listen, you're so beautiful. You could have any guy in here, um, but you choose to stick with your man. And uh, I think that's commendable. And I think that's really cool. And you can throw up in my hat if you want. And uh, she still doesn't realize that he's gay, but it seems like they're friends again, which is cool. He says he'll walk her home. And she tries to do it on her own, but she falls down. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I think that's it. Is there anything you want to say about Dale and his crew? Of Bible thumpers? I think we said it. It was kind of, uh, I may, yeah, they, they showed up a little bit and they had some fun, um, they had some fun lines. Um, also, uh, the plain white tees were in this episode singing Hey There Delilah at the party. Yeah, that was weird. Pretty insane. I didn't, uh, I don't like it when they have like, like a, like a huge name band show up at like a college party, yeah. like in you know, old school when Snoop Dogg um, performed <laughs> at uh, at the frat party, like at the beginning. Yeah. Like, why would Snoop Dogg be there? Like, that's ridiculous. It is yeah. ridiculous at a frat party. But it's just the plain white tees. This is probably like right before they got famous. But yeah, they're, no, I, I mean think they're doing it's... it for promote. So yes, we'll see them. Um, if it's for Hey There Delilah, like that song was massive. I'm surprised that you haven't turned on the OC yet then because that then turns into a factory of bands showing up and playing music. <laughs> well, Maybe first, you haven't gotten there yet. It's probably I've, season two. I've seen one band that um, they went to a concert for. Right, no. That they, makes uh, sense. They build a whole place of employment. So oh, jeez. It well, it's the OC. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rich people. Place, it's so. pretty great. That's yeah. true. All right, let's talk about the pilot of Joan of Arcadia, Saskia. Let's do it. A lot of things happened. There was a lot of characters. Yeah, I that's got all very the names. true. Uh, well, we start on. Is there a lot of characters? Oh, yeah, There's like six. 
there was a lot six main characters, but there was a lot of people in this. There episode. was a lot. Oh, okay. We start on Joan's father, whose name is Will. He's the chief of police, Will Girardi, in Arcadia, and he shows up at a crime scene. There's a dead body who has a a blanket over her or a sheet. Um, and he soon finds out that the medical examiner has just arrived. Then he's like, wait a minute, if he's just arrived, then did, did she already have this sheet on her? And he's like, no, I put it on her. She was just lying there. And it's like, dude, you've contaminated the scene. What are you? And he finds out that he was just, uh, luck of the draw. The beat cop. Yeah. Just found her there. Found her. But still. Has graduated from the academy and should know that you shouldn't put things on bodies. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I know that. Yeah. Like, uh, very silly. His name was Officer Osborne. Yes. <laughs> and then there's Lieutenant Michael, who's a hottie. Do we see more of them? Yeah, we yeah. see them at the it's, end. At the yeah. Um, and then at home, we hear Joan. Well, we know we we don't know it's Joan yet, but she's lying in bed. Then she hears these whispers, Joan, Joan. And um, there is a, a, well, no, I think she wakes up the next morning and is dressing, trying to figure out what to wear for the day, as her mother is yelling for her to come down for breakfast, who we soon find out is Mary Steenbergen. That was an amazing surprise. Helen, she's awesome. Yeah, it was great to see her. I love her anytime. Both the parents are awesome. Yeah, they are. I agree. Um, but, uh, as she's, as she's putting on her clothes, she sees a figure standing creepily in her backyard. Staring at her. Yeah. At, it, like, she's on the second floor. And she, I like... That's hmm? Russ Tamblin? Am I wrong? I didn't see. I, I feel he's like... Oh, you only see him for a second. You'll see him again. But ah. I think it was. It's, uh, Amber Tamblin's father. Amber mm. plays Joan. Right. Russ is also an actor who was in Twin Peaks and... Other things. I thought, yeah, I just, I, I actually, yeah, I should have gone back, but I just I thought he was an obscured figure, so that's why I assume that was that would totally make sense later. Yeah, I do know he's in later episodes where he actually speaks with her in uh, scenes, but I think that was him. Well, as we later find out, it could be anyone. Yeah, shape of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So she runs downstairs uh, and is like, "There's a, there's a creeper in the backyard staring at me." So. What you do is that you shoot these photons at this piece of paper. There's a pervert in the yard! And a pervert appears in the yard. What? I'm telling you! Uh, if you need any muscle, just yell. You're standing right here, looking up at my window. He was here. What did he look like? I don't know, I couldn't see his face. He had, he had a dark coat on. Pervert coat? He was here. Did you notice anything else? Did you happen to see his shoes? Oh, yeah, I think they were Gucci's. It's probably Mr. Sellers. He's always out early. He's overly involved with his gutters. It wasn't Mr. Sellers. And last night I heard someone calling me in this weird voice in my room. Joan, there definitely wasn't anyone in your room last night. I'm not crazy. Come eat your breakfast. You're going to be late for school. Please excuse Joan from first period. She was hallucinating. Oh, shut up, weirdo. Oh, I'm the weirdo. Yeah, you hey, are. Hey, enough. Let's go to civilized family breakfast. Always good to try something new. Um, and they go outside, and no one is there. Um, and her dad, like, looks for footprints. And then she, he oddly asks her what if, he, if she saw what kind of shoes he was wearing. She's like, no, Dad. I wasn't looking at that. Because um, of the nobody, footprints at the murder. Yes. 
Uh, yeah. Um, but nobody seems to believe her except her dad. And But before she actually comes downstairs, we find out that her brother is in a wheelchair because of an accident that he was in two years ago. Kevin. A car accident. Um, and he's her older brother. And they have a yet older brother? Younger Even older? Brother? He's no. younger. Luke. Yeah, the science the science one is the youngest. Okay, he's 15 or 14. I think he's 15. He says he's 15. Yeah. yeah. And Joan's 16. And Kevin is not going to college, so I guess he's no. 19. Yeah, well, because the he's, only he's reason he wanted to go to college was to play football. Baseball. Baseball? I think baseball. he said. They're baseball? basically the same sport, I think. Not really. But yeah, there's a lot of starting and stopping. You two know as much about it sports makes... as you do about teen dramas. I feel like yeah. he was later watching football, and then I assumed it was football. But oh, I also right. remember I think that was him in the I footage, though. I do think that he said baseball, though, because I, I he thought did. it was weird that he was watching football. But he, I think he also agrees that baseball and football are very similar I'm sure sports. he does. Yes. Yeah. He can't play either of them anymore. No. Uh, yes, and uh, then we see a creepy man watches them from the outside. Of their house. Uh, and we find out the uh, person who had died, who, whose body they found, it was Abigail Dorset, an 18-year-old runaway, yeah. um, who they believe, well, they label her as a prostitute in the press, unfairly so, as we, well, maybe not, but we later find out a very upset mother about this. As you would be. Yes. Um, but Joan runs into, um, well, she thinks she sees the creep. On the bus that she saw in the back. She thinks she sees yeah, multiple yes. people staring at her on the bus. Is what I yeah. th- that's Which, I mean, <laughs> And people do stare at you on the bus. And sometimes they're not even staring at you. Like, I do it to people sometimes. Yeah. Where I see that they're looking at me like I'm looking at them. And I'm, like, thinking about, like, yeah, you just, something totally different. But yeah. you have to stare in some direction. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's at least three guys, I think. There's until she lands on the hot guy. One in the front who is wearing a black trench coat. Which I was like, maybe that's the guy who was in the backyard. But he's definitely looking at her and exits the bus at the same time as her. But then, yes, she turns around and she sees this young guy smiling at her and she kind of smiles back. Um, But they exit the bus together and he chases her down and they end up having a conversation. How's it going? It depends. Are you following me? Me? No, I'm just going to school. You go to my school? I've never seen you before. Well, you know, I keep a low profile. I'm Joan. It's nice to meet you. Just probably say your name. <laughs> Let's walk this way. In the opposite direction of school? I don't think so. Joan, I want to talk to you. Okay, so I'm missing something. We are talking. I mean, I want to be honest. Okay, who are you? I saw you, didn't I? You saw me where? Outside of your house. Look, I didn't mean to scare you. Whoa, 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 wait. That was you? Well, that guy was an old guy. Okay, this is the difficult part. I don't always look the same. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you want with me? Because I gotta warn you, my dad's a cop. He's not just any cop, he is the cop. I know who your father is, Joan. He's Will Girardi. He's born September 4th, 1955, in Chicago. His father was Gerald Girardi. His mother was Eleanor Monroe. He had an uneventful childhood, attended Mother Cabrini High School and Morton Junior College. After that, he joined the police force in 1980. And he met your mother, one Helen Brody. She was an art school dropout. You're the middle child of three. 
About a year and a half ago, your older brother, Kevin, was in a car accident. Fractured his back. Left him a paraplegic. You have one other brother. Luke was 15. Your favorite color's green. You love salt on cantaloupe. Jim Doss broke your heart in eighth grade. Are you afraid of clowns? Who are you? I've known you since before you were born, Joan. I'll ask you one more time. I'm God. You're what? God. Don't ever talk to me again. Um, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name. His she name introduces on IMDb herself. is cute boy. Uh, well, and then lunch lady later on. Yeah. Well, he introduced cafeteria he later on. woman. <sighs> doesn't matter. Cafeteria woman. Um, we find out he says he is God. Yep. And, and uh, he's known her since before she was born. He has a lot of creepy information about her and her family. Yeah. Including, eventually, what she promised she would do. Yeah. If the, Kevin lived. The promise. like, And he's here to collect, it seems. No, he doesn't do that. No. He doesn't make bargains. But no. he, 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 that want, would be cruel. he wants to know why she didn't live up to her promise. Of what? What did she say? Well, he just... He, he said she would go to church. She would do better at school. She'd stop being so mouthy. Yeah. Like, he's just Stop being yourself. She's just, it's just proof. That, yeah. Because that's the thing, like... You could find out where your parents were born or your grandparents' names, yeah. but you can't find out something someone thought in their head and never said out loud to anybody. Yeah. Right? So that's where she kind of gets convinced. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to drop in from time to time. I won't always look like this. I definitely don't sound like this. I'm not going to look like this the next time you see me. And Oh, no. Yeah. Is yeah. In this conversation, she also says, "Is it weird that I kind of have a crush on you?" Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, "Well, you won't next time. I yeah, won't, I won't come back as a hot boy. Gonna look yeah. different. Yeah." But she does see him again in French class. Yeah, staring through the window. It's him. Yeah, it's him staring, uh, and it's very creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the French teacher asks her to read the next paragraph, and she says, "I can't, because I don't speak French." And I think this is what sends her to the principal's office. Yep. Yeah. For the fourth time this in, month. In the month, yeah. That's uh, quite something. That's when you find out Helen, her mom, works in the office. Yeah. But, so she's been there for at least one month already. So I don't understand what the the uh, scene at the beginning where she's trying to figure out. I thought it was like a new school or something. They do say at one point how long they've been there, uh, I think. So why was she so... Um, so picky about what she was going to wear that day. Like She's a teenage girl. Yeah. A, a lot of screen time was devoted to it. Her outfits. I think that yeah. was just so that she would get seen changing. By oh, that, by okay. Yeah. Right? I don't think we needed, like, the montage of it. But Probably I get, not. No, you're well, right about just that. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's That's establishing definitely. the posters on her wall. Yeah. Like, what kind of kid she is, right? Yeah. Like She likes pink and the Donnas. Exactly. Uh, and then they do leave school. And he uh, tells her to get a job at the bookstore. Yeah, Skylight Books, run by Sammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and well, she also asks him to make a miracle, and he's like, hey, how about that one? Points at a tree. He's like, let's see you make one. I was like, anybody can say they made that. That still doesn't <laughs> prove that you did. <laughs> Silly thing. But I think he proved it by saying her thoughts. Like, how much more do you no, do? No, it's very yeah. true. Uh, 
Yes. Now he's just being snippy, and she respects snippy. That's why he's snippy. It's funny. Mm. I like that that's explaining why he talks like a teenager. Uh, and then we get the uh, scene between mom and dad in be- going to bed. Yeah, they're struggling, those two. Ah, uh, it's, well... Yeah, they, you know, it's it was tough on them for their son to be in an accident. They have a difference of opinion on how it should be handled. That, like, she wants to push him to do more things, to learn to drive, to go back to college, to get a job. And he just wants to let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. And he thinks he's not doing rock fine. The boat. And then yeah, he later as... admits, like, he can't think about a year from now because he can't consider that Kevin will still be in a wheelchair. That's not acceptable to him. So mm-hmm. he's just... Like, it's basically still in denial yeah. for a year and a half, which is not helping. I, I, I'm on her side. I mean, her freak out with the priest is a little stressful, but she's right. Yeah. Yeah. That scene in the parking lot. Yes. With uh, Father Ken. <clears throat> Father Ken. You'll see him again. Why, why will we see him again? He's like a main character on this Are show. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> okay. Not joking. That's crazy. She goes back to him for help. Okay. <laughs> and then Joan goes to him for help too. Eventually, mm. uh, they uh, they dwell. Then there's a conversation about like, do you think God is real? And well, that's with her brother, with her younger brother, the Luke. science. Yeah, it's like scientifically, he's like, yes, anything is possible. That he could appear like a hot guy at my school. Yeah, for sure, definitely. That makes logical sense. Well, it's not empirically. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He has a bunch of science, scientific jargon that says, oh, technically, scientifically, uh, yeah. God could exist and he could be a person. Everything this person once said. <laughs> That's right. And, yeah. you know, it, if everything Hannah is energy. Hannah Davies science fact. Yes. Everything is energy. <laughs> and if light has consciousness, which it's, it appears to be. If I, well, if I believed in the Pythagorean theorem. No, yeah, he that. he starts with like the theory the laws of, of theory of relativity, which I do, and if I accept the 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 laws of thermodynamics, which I do, yeah, and uh, and, and if years old. and if light has consciousness, which it appears to have, and then I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, light does not have consciousness. He, Shut up. It appears to have uh, a mess, but he's actually my. Maybe my favorite character. He grows Uh-oh. into such an interesting kid interesting. and goes through so much shit because he's totally ignored, mm. which is kind of the point of this episode. It's like he keeps talking. Like they're talking about Kevin behind his back, and he comes in. He's like, "You ever get the feeling that like people are talking, talking about, about you?" you. He's yeah. like, "No, they're never talking about me." Uh, it's like they have so much shit to deal with with the two of you. Like yeah. it doesn't even get to me. And uh, yeah, he freaks out. That's pretty mm. great. Mm. Uh, then we get the the mother of the dead girl yeah, at the police station, Dorset. who is just so upset that they called her a prostitute in the media, mm-hmm. and that just means that she's a, another like they Statistic. they don't need to look to look for the killer uh, because of her circumstances. But then someone and else like, gets you better, killed. Yeah, but like you better find that killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the scene of Mary Steenburgen in the parking lot where she freaks out at the man ringing the bell. And it's like, why didn't, what's like, what's up with God? Like, is he so sadistic? Why does he make my son suffer? And all these things. Yeah. And it's, it's quite and the meltdown. And he's not that helpful, to be no, honest. No, he's not. He's like, well, make an appointment. Come see me. Come see me at my parents. Yeah. She's obviously cracking up. Yeah, I mean, I, for well, I mean, it's not his, you know, he's not in a state. Like, he's his job is to help people with these kinds of 
uh, spiritual crises. Yeah. But usually, like, he's in his office. He's like, okay, I'm. someone's going to come in here. I've been talking to them. They're my parish or whatever. But she just sort of, like, ambushes him on the street while he's yeah, collecting money for homeless yeah, people. Pretty insane. Plus, the more she freaks out, the more money she keeps giving him. So yeah, maybe it's in his best back. interest not he's to like, help her. He's like, I should freak her out more. Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously, this show is a lot about God and religion. And you come to find out that, especially their parents, were very religious before this accident mm. happened. And that they are very angry mm. at God. And mm. that's a big part of this show. It's like them trying to get through that. And, and it's, it's been two sad. years? Year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. Uh, since the accident. Which, obviously, we know is a car accident. Because that's what he says. So, like, I know how to drive. That's... I got in this mess or whatever. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to drive that well. <laughs> well, we'll see if we uh, keep mm. watching. Uh, and Joan is at school. Yes. And God appears when she asks for a second helping of, I don't remember Tartar what. sauce. Tartar sauce. Is that what you're going to get today? Ooh, tartar sauce is Ooh. good. Or is it going to be salted cantaloupe, which yeah, they... God knows that she likes. Jesus. That's, That's what Fran wanted me to give you. Yeah, what? Fran She texted, texted me last yeah. night. Please give them salted, salted cantaloupe. And I cantaloupe? hadn't watched it yet. And I was like, is that a thing that you could buy? I didn't know. Is it just cantaloupe with salt on yeah, it? That's what you yeah. So she likes to salt her cantaloupe. So no. you might be getting that too. I hope you're looking forward to it. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, lunch lady. Uh, yeah, she's like, why haven't you gotten a job yet? Hold on, sir. I'm going to interrupt you again. Also in that scene, her two friends, who I have no memory of, so they are going to go away real soon. Uh, her real two friends aren't even in this episode. The best. Oh, they're the best. Uh, says that she's on a diet, so she can't eat the the whatever kind of fish that is. Uh, she's just going to have cake. So, yes, okay, you might get cake. That's right. So she's she says like, uh, what even, what part of the fish even is that? Yeah, like it's. So all... you also might get a part of a fish that I don't That's tell true. you what part it is. Oh. A fish is kind of all one part. It's a lot of options. Well. Yeah, that's true. For the you most could part. eat the heads or the tails. Yeah, but other it's than that, the, it's the middle. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> so yeah, the cafeteria woman God yells yells at her for not getting the job. Yeah, she did go by the store and then she ran away. She was scared. Yeah, but uh, she does go back and uh, tries to get the job. Tries to talk the guy into it. He's like, I don't want to hear it. You're too young, Sammy. You don't have any experiences. Do you have any references? Dumb, and you don't know about books. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he asks her a ridiculous <laughs> question. What was it? What are the four? <laughs> What are the four books of the Alexandria Quartet? Jesus! Just start over. Is it moving? Is it breathing? If it's moving and breathing, it's not dead. Damn it, Heidi. If it's hopping, it's really not dead. It's cheerful. I told you, we shouldn't get a rabbit for a pet. It's not a pet, it's food. Heidi? Heidi, don't... Hi. Joan Girardi. I don't tell Harry Potter anything. No, I'm here about the job. You know, the, the one that you were advertising? Oh, I'm sorry. That's for someone who can see over the counter. Well, I'm 16. I've had lots of jobs. Really? Name all four books in the Alexandria Quartet. See? Now somebody might ask you questions like that. And then I'd say I'll look it up in the computer. I, I'm good with computers. Yeah, everybody's good with computers and digital cameras and cell phones and TiVo. But no one can form an objective thought to save their lives. Go home. Please. Hiring you would only complicate my life because I would have to rant and rave about your shabby education. And I have enough to rant and rave about. Uh, 
Was that your daughter on the phone? My wife. A grown woman who is hysterical over a sick rabbit. I don't need any more adolescence in my life. Well, if you hire me, then you can go take care of it. I know how to run a cash register, and I know how to answer the phone. And I can count way past ten. So if you just run along and go take your wife's rabbit to the vet, and when you come back, if I haven't burned down the store or something, you can hire me. Wait, so what is, I, like, do we have three degrees in this room between us? Like, I don't know the answer to that I question. I don't know. I took Absurd. so much English lit. Um, yeah, I did too. He has a sign up on his, on his door that says, Help Wanted. She walks in and says, hey, I want a job. You want you want someone to to be an employee. He's like, no, I don't want you to work for me. Get out of here. We don't sell anything Harry Potter in here. As he's flipping through a magazine. He has like a stack of magazines. <laughs> and he's like, Harry Potter, ugh. <laughs> but he'll, he'll sell fucking uh, magazines. Teenagers, ugh. Yeah, but he's having a problem with his rabbit. Yes. So. And his, his sister or his wife. Wife. Yeah. Uh, at home with a sick or something rabbit. Sick rabbit. rabbit, yeah. And he's very much yelling. And he like, said, she calls to tell him that the rabbit has died, and then he finds out the rabbit is breathing and hopping. And she's like, don't fucking say the rabbit is As dead death. if it's hopping around. Yeah, I really That means it's that. joyful. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, it's just an excuse to get him out. This whole thing okay, is set up by God. Do you, do you not understand this No, this thing? is no, absolutely No, I, I got it. I'm just kidding. Within minutes, he, he, she, he is convinced, because she knows how to work a register, to leave her alone in the store so that he can take care of his sister's problem with the rabbit. Wife, his wife. Wife. So sorry. Yeah, he's not married to his sister. Yeah. He switches from, like, for no reason, absolutely despising her and, and just wanting to kick her out of the store to immediately like okay you're in charge really you can help me with my situation yeah that's yeah but she also says her dad is the police chief yes which he doesn't even look up no but it's she's not lying exactly Um, listen we are gonna come to love sammy so you guys better get on board with him i doubt i will he's okay uh, she does end up leaving what seems to be earlier while well, he doesn't return. Well, yeah, it gets later and later and darker and darker. And yeah, she hasn't told anybody where she is. Of yeah. course, she could call them. Yeah. But again, she doesn't. She just tries to leave. Uh, and some guy shows up and she's like, oh, another body? He's like, it's oh, not any guy. It's the army boot guy. Yeah, it's the serial he's killer. He's the murderer. Yeah. But she thinks that he's God. He yeah. is God. It's like In that thing body. with the, with the, the, at the lunchroom was. Trey amusing. Yeah. Which is going to be a problem in her life going forward. Identifying when strangers are speaking to her. Yes. Whether... Well, I think as, as... Does she say we have to come up with some kind of code for you to identify? Yeah. That it's you? But unfortunately, she didn't say it's a god. She said no. it to the serial killer. So god That's has no true. idea. <laughs> but she must know that that was a god because she he tries to get her to go into his well, car. Well, his car is garbage. His that's, car is that's garbage. His first sign. Um, but yeah, he's he just, very he sketchy. looks at her like he doesn't understand what she's saying. That's, yeah. I think like, and also when God approaches her, when he's handsome boy, God or whatever his name is, he says, you have a feeling like he, when he tells her who he is, oh. he says, you have a feeling. And I think that's the thing is like, in that situation, she has a feeling that she's in trouble. And that's like, she's one, I guess, of the people on the world that's highly intuitive in that kind of sense of being able to kind of, okay. obviously she's too stupid at the beginning and not paying attention to what's going on. But mm. then when she looks at him, she realizes like, I think she's thinking he was right. I did have a feeling and now it's not there. Anyway, that's what I, that's my opinion. She does. Okay. I think, yeah, 
Anyway, and she runs and she screams and she gets away. Yes, she goes back to the the store and uh, her employer shows back up. It's like, hey, you left early. What's up? (laughs) Yeah, and she's freaking out. Which is a guy. And the car is gone at this point. Luckily, he speeds away. Yeah. He gets arrested for it. Exactly. There's a, she talks with her dad. Yeah. That's when I cried. Yeah. It's a... She spent a, like, decade on the soap. She's she one of the best criers I know. Gets me every time. Mm. I swear there was a man, Daddy. Same man? No, a different one. Why are you doing this? Is this some sort of bid for attention? Because there really is someone out there, Joan. And if there's a man following you, I need to know. There really is. I mean, I think there is the the one earlier. He he turned out to be someone else, but the one tonight seemed real. What is happening? You can tell me. Whatever it is, we'll deal with it. I'll get you. I'll get you a doctor, a counselor, a priest. I'll make it okay. That's my job. Look at me. I'm not gonna lose you for any reason. Do you understand? she has to tell him because she thinks she's going crazy. Yeah. She's been hearing voices, which she told them, which wasn't smart. Um, that, that the guy she saw in the yard isn't the same guy she saw on the street, which makes you sound even more crazy. Because if, like, someone's following you, it's one someone. Well, the guy it's in the yard... Was God. Was God, yes. Yeah. But, but the guy on it, the street wasn't. Uh, on the street out front of the house? Of the bookstore. Okay, the, but okay. When, when God apologizes for watching her earlier, does he mean when he was in front of the house or in the back of the house? Because both. there's Okay, both. I hope so. Yeah. Because could the killer be the first one, potentially? No, no I don't think so. Both God. Yeah. I okay. think he was watching. Yeah, he was the creeper. All right. But he was not the guy that gets arrested. No. And then goes to jail. That was the army man. And luckily... The boot man. Our cop, Lieutenant Michael, sees the boot prints and, and yeah. tells the other cop to hold him. Yeah, so the officer pulls him over for speeding. Yeah. And he says that this guy was melting him off. Mm-hmm. So he decided to take him down to the station to show him a lesson. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, this fucking piece of shit cop is just... Just happens to be, like, abusing his power over someone who's actually a serial killer. Yeah. Because, like, I guess it's his... It's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. But also you'd think that a a practiced serial killer would know not to overreact in a situation like that, putting themselves in more danger. For sure. But, I mean, he did just get screamed at by Joan, so maybe he was just freaked out. We don't know how many people he's killed. We just know he's killed two. two. So he could be new at this. Sure. I'm just saying, like, this officer, who we are supposed to like, is 
is pulling people over and arresting them. For, for being dicks. Yeah, yeah. For mouthing off. He's like, show them a lesson. Or teach them a lesson and show them who's boss. Yeah. But that's um, also, again, not out of the realm of possibility. And a big part of this storyline is Will coming in and changing oh, yeah. the kind of culture of this police force and ah. how things have been done up yeah. until now because you'll, you'll get more backstory if we watch another episode yeah. of like why he's been brought in here and how he's kind of the law and order by right. the book cop. Yes, as he can. Which is why he keeps showing up at crime scenes even though his yeah. lieutenant is like, the guys aren't going to think you trust them if you just keep showing up all the time. Yeah. He's like, well, we're going to make sure everyone's doing things correctly they and then I will show at their up job. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only one more thing in this episode. And right? that's her brother showing up at the end and saying, thank you for... Uh, uh, shaming me back into the world. He's gonna go and get a job. Joan. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate what you did. I mean, it was kind of stupid and you got in trouble, but it was brave. And I get your point. I have a point? My little sister can get a job. I got no excuse. <laughs> so you're shaming me back into the world. But <clears throat> you're right. It's time. Ah, go back to sleep. So not only did she end up getting this serial killer caught, yeah, she also completely flipped her brother, who's been sulking for a year and a half, and, and is going to go out and start his life again by, by, by listening to one thing that God told her to do. So mm -hmm. now when he comes again and tells her to do another insane thing, she's going to do it. Of course she is. Yeah. Mm. This is the end. Yeah. All right. The end of the pilot of... We Joe forgot Arcadia. to talk about the Greek predictions, which were uh, Rusty punches someone. That did, did not, not happen. Didn't do not it. again. Casey confronts Rusty over Rebecca video. Not didn't, mentioned. Didn't happen. Cappy saves Calvin. No. Did not did do that. Not All right. Happen. What do you think are going to happen? Three things on the next episode of Greek if we watch it. Okay. Um, Dale gets drunk. Dale gets drunk. That's a good one. I don't know if that'll happen, but I like that. Um, that could be a fun storyline. Uh, Ashley breaks up with her long-distance boyfriend, but is back with, together at the end of the episode. Okay. And the uh, third thing is that Cappy, and C Cappy decides to keep a secret for Evan. Ooh. Yeah. Well, then. Interesting. That's a long shot. What is the point? Why Why would he do that? Wow, who knows? Okay, Saskia, what do you think will happen if we watch the next episode of Joan of Arcadia? Joan's father, whose name is... Will. Will. Will get ill of some kind. Okay. He'll be unable to perform his duty temporarily. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. Um... Joan will be visited by God. Yeah. 
That's cheating. And what's what's it gonna look like? Or um, she haven't had a she yet. No, that's yes. oh yeah, we did cafeteria. The cafeteria one. lady visited by God. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah, and we'll only and that. we'll only have a conversation with him and not be instructed to do anything. Oh wow, no instructions. In the you next think in episode, episode two, she's not going to get a task to do. It's just going to be keep working at the bookstore. Yes. Okay. Okay. And Bad three? prediction. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Uh, I just. Uh, I mean, I think your second one was so bad that maybe she doesn't have to do like she she what she really Kevin? put it all. What's Kevin gonna do in the next episode? Is the older brother? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's definitely gonna get a job. Okay. He's going to get a job working with children. With oh. kids. Okay. Got That's it. That's a good one. All right, well, I guess it's time for you guys to vote for the show that you would no longer like to watch any more of. Here are the last two pieces of paper. There All right, you go. thank you. Get you a pen. Here you go. Thank you. All right, so I think we've, we've talked a lot about thoughts on snacks. Were there anything else that you guys noticed? Cappy had a sandwich. Cappy! It was a pretty big sandwich. Yeah, he... Uh, he he invited Rusty in to help him watch eat the sandwich or something. Yeah, to hang Can't out, remember. have a bro yeah. night or something. But everyone was hooking up. Yeah, so they couldn't so play pool. There was no up there. space in the castle. Um, was there uh, food refreshments planned for the Don't Ask, Don't Tell mixer? Oh, there's booze of all kinds in every episode of Great, but yeah. I can't give it to you because you won't drink it. Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah. Here you We're are. recording okay. late today, Thank so. Thank you. That's true. I could have got you some beer. It is rather. Okay, this time you have to share it with me as well. <gasps> wow. Oh my god, that Open is massive. It's definitely a cake. Alright. It's a big box. Yeah, it is a very big box. Okay. I've already opened it. So and I yeah, see I a, just be able to pull a that whisk off. on the sticker. So. Just be super careful there. Oh, there's tape on the sides. Oh too. my god, they're mini cupcakes. There you go. I fixed it. They are so beautiful. Cupcakes. I don't remember any cupcakes. So you get you get to pick the two that you would like the most. Ooh. And then I get the leftover too. Do we know what they are? I do know what they are, but I don't think we need to put it on tape. Okay. No. Uh, there were no cupcakes, but Ashley, for the entire episode, until she was in her sexy outfit, was uh -huh. wearing a cupcake necklace. Ah. That's a deep... Deep cut. Yes. So you deep get pole. cupcakes. And they're so beautiful. Well, the other options were p pancakes and bacon, but I didn't want to make that. No. Mm. And I knew you didn't want tartar sauce or salty cantaloupe. No. So I Thanks think I that. did the nice yeah. thing. Now, is she going to do the nice thing and let you keep oh, that's true. your you, cupcake? You oh, yeah, definitely. Both of them. You could no. take both cupcakes away and have four cupcakes Never. for yourself. Never. Okay, first vote is for. Joan of Arcadia. Next vote is for Joan of Arcadia. Aw, sad. All right, okay. bye, Joan. No more God for you guys. It's gone. We will watch the next episode of Greek, which is episode four. Yes. Mm -hmm. And our new challenger is a delight, and you guys are going to love this pilot so much. I can't wait for you mm -hmm. to see it. It is.
One Tree Hill. Oh, mm. God. All right, guys. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Listen to Joan Osborne. This song sucks. Love you. Bye. <laughs>